Before we get to our podcast, who do we have on the phone to help us start it all off? Hey, Miguel and Holly. How are you guys doing this morning? It's oh. Jacob Tutan. Yeah. A beautiful day. We're just glad to talk to you. Jacob, how are you? How was your birthday? Yeah. It was... It was awesome. It was awesome. You know what? I'm so glad. Now, I don't call him John Stenning, Miguel and Holly. You know what I call him? I call him Promo John. That's what I call him. Yeah. Uh, now, we got to catch you up. If you listen to the podcast and you don't know, that is our sister station, 1025 The Bone, and their afternoon show, Drew Garabo Live with John Sinning. Yes, John Sinning is uh, Drew's co-host. But before John Sinning was a lauded radio personality that he is today, he started out in the promotions department, just mm. like a lot of people, and oh, yes. he went by Promo John. Promo and to me. And to me, he still goes. And to me, he still goes by Promo John Holly, just by his voice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, Jacob, I see what you're saying. I feel like you just like to call people the names that you originally heard, and you go stick with it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you yeah. right, Holly. Yeah. Now, right. Jacob, what will you call Scott forever? Oh, that's a good question. I will call him Scotty. The now, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I He's gotta like, do it in my. Uh oh. I need to do it in my Miguel impression, okay? Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> this is for you, Miguel, okay? Okay. Scotty the body. Scotty <laughs> the body. Yeah. Oh, or, 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 hang on one second. Okay. Scotty the body. Oh, yes, okay. there That's we go. Called him. Yes, Scotty the body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, it's a lot of tension my way. <laughs> Come on, come on, come on, Scotty. I love the body. The body. <laughs> well, Jacob, we hope you had a wonderful birthday, and we are so happy we got to help celebrate it with you. Yes. Now tell everybody what podcast they're listening to. They are listening to the Sweet Holly O'Connor podcast with Miguel oh, Fuller yeah. and Scotty the Body. Yeah. 1.5. Yeah. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Girl, no they ain't. What? Girl, I just got a text. What? Uh, so... What? Hi, y'all, by the way. We're live on the Miguel oh, and Holly YouTube page. I love how we just enter into this, like, no fanfare whatsoever except the intro, and which, during which I was taking my last cold sip of coffee and was like, Ugh. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, we talked to Jacob two times. We did do that. Yes, we did. Um, So the people that I'm do- we're doing Thanksgiving with, yeah. they just asked if we wanted to do um, a turkey trot oh, on Thanksgiving go. morning. A oh, 5K? Yes. Um, that is a great way to loosen up the body, make some room for a lot of food, and it's probably going to a good cause, right? Yeah, probably. I will donate money, Miguel. but I am not doing a 5K. All I can think about oh my is gosh. that meme that's like, what if you meet the perfect person and then you realize their family <laughs> runs 5Ks on Thanksgiving? <laughs> That's I love all, it. No, no, I would be like. My dad I, and I do turkey trots. Oh, F that. No. Wow. No, get it. Get it. Get it. Listen. I'm not getting any of that. No. Uh-uh. Because especially, <laughs> well, I'm also looking out for my fiance and some of our friends that that weekend before is our bachelor party in Key West. 
And so they will have done the 165-mile bike ride from Miami to Key West. Yeah. And so their body needs rest. Yours doesn't. You're flying down. I will have drank for four days straight. I mean, my voice can't handle like another just- reason why you should probably run and sweat and get some blood pumping. Fuck off! All right, your boy's looking out for you. Okay, you hear this, fam? I'm looking out for Miguel. He no, he doesn't like it. I'm not <clears throat> like I will do a spin class that morning. I will do a CrossFit class Thanksgiving morning. Well, okay. I will not do a 5K Thanksgiving morning. What is up morning. with you against 5Ks? It's like this- I don't like running. How much? You just plug in your headphones. You just dance miles. Point one. It's. I do not like running. And here's the thing. I've done CrossFit now for almost eight years. I have every tip, every little, like, here's how you get out of your head. Like, listen to music. Think about something positive in your life. Uh, Tell a story in your head. Just like everything. I I can't. I hate it. Every moment, every second I'm running, I'm like, I hate it. I don't want to do it. Fuck it all. I just realized... When I said three miles, and that's about right, right? Three miles 3. is a 5K. 3.1. I got to give my person more credit. Yeah. This bitch is out here running a 5K every fucking day. Exactly. It's a great great activity. Great. I mean, 3.1 miles. So that's for your mind. insane. I didn't know he was doing that. Now I have even more respect for him. Yeah, no. see? Okay, well, if you're not, if they're going to do a turkey trot, you should do something, Miguel. I will. I'll get on the Peloton. I will see if they have a special soul cycle class that morning. You got to dress up as a turkey and ride. That's fine. Girl, you want me to gobble gobble the whole, I'll, gobble I am not doing a 5K. Like, that's, I'm sorry. Like, I literally, as we were starting, I looked at my phone real quick and I saw that and I was like, nope. Okay. Nope. Don't do the 5K. Fine. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> Who is that, Holly? I can't see. Who is it? Robo- Roblox Life. I'm with Scotty. Let's do it, Miguel. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Let's go. All and, right. How old are these people? And then who is this? I skipped. MRME4T school. said, I skipped school because of the weather and I'm bored. Then you've got another one that says Roblox life. Like, are y'all under the age of 18? And also. this is Roblox the Roblox life is probably older. Is it? Yeah. I'm pretty sure only children play Roblox. I don't even know what Roblox is. It's a it's a, it's a game thing. for kids. Oh. Uh, okay. Like an online game. Like Maya wanted to play it, but I'm like, girl, no. You can just stick oh. with Among Us. This is for mature ears only. Now I feel bad. We are saying bad words. Oh, okay. stop! We, we said it already in the beginning. I mean, That's we true. already know. You, you all know. And Listen if you are an advised. adult Roblox player, I apologize. I do know a lot of uh, adults play it, especially with their children. Mm. But I just yeah. know it to be mainly a game for kids. Mm. Okay, and that's okay. I mean, welcome. Just know that you're gonna get. Uh, can I just say, I also want to say before we get to Veronica's comment on the YouTube, uh, for this first one, let me teach you a little lesson here. Oh, wow. Okay. They said, I skipped school because of the weather and I'm bored. The, you are not bored. There are just boring people. Let me tell you when I was single and I'd be on the apps or I'd be chatting with someone and you do the, Hey, how are you doing? And they'd say, I'm bored. Skip school, Miguel. They don't know about the apps. No, well, dating apps. Okay. Dating apps, okay? Right. Dating apps where you're talking to people. You talk okay. to friends. And I, they'd be like, I'm bored. I would stop talking to them. Yeah. Because you know what they're looking for? They're looking for people to entertain them. I am not here to entertain you. No, that's exactly if you what we're here for. Not, we are here. We are. No, I mean, well, if you're paying me, if you're paying me, I get paid to entertain you. Yeah. But when we're on Tinder, you're not paying me. <laughs> you got some baggage you unloaded right now. 
I'm just saying that just annoyed. And I'm sorry, kid. That just annoyed me. It's not about you, kid. It's not about you. So it's, it's not about, about you. you. It's this not is my you. own personal trauma. It's just coming out. It's I right. just would get so annoyed. And then what would make it worse, kid, is that there would be like these hot people on these apps that'd be like, "I'm bored. Entertain me. I'm sorry." I only talk to interesting people that do interesting things. And if you can't find anything interesting in life to entertain yourself with, I don't want to talk to you. Okay, again, this is not toward you, kid. This is not about you, kid. This is a lesson. This is a lesson. He's mad about the turkey trot. It's true. I'm feeling very aggressive right now. (laughs) But listen, here's some things. Like, you can read something. You can binge watch some TV. You can do a puzzle. Ooh. You can go to a museum. Do you some can push-ups. go do some push-ups. There are so many things you can do to occupy your time. Arts and crafts. Ooh. Arts and crafts. A Put a puzzle trot. together. Like, what are your interests? What do you like to do? Just don't say you're bored. I hate that. It's a kid thing, though. Uh, and I'm not saying that this person watching. Maybe this person is in high school. I don't know. But my kid uh, always wants to be entertained. And mm. I know she's got friends that have parents that like work longer hours than I do and they got to entertain them damn selves. Mm. And my kid does not even know how to. And it's a it's not even a person it's like this is her core. And I I think that it has something to do with her dad. <clears throat> Miguel, you know, my ex, Maya's dad. Mm-hmm. He's someone who's always got to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Right. I have a feeling it's hereditary because from the get-go, from the jump, uh, my child has always wanted, has been very active and busy, but she wants me to be engaged with her. Mm. And it makes me feel really guilty when I'm not because I feel like I'm a bad parent. And I'm like, I am missing out on all of this stuff that I could be doing with my kid. So I really do try to engage with her as much as I can. But guess what? I can't all the time. Right. Correct. That's not even possible to expect another human to to entertain and also occupy you all the time. Right. So she'll do the same thing. She'll be like, I'm bored, so you have to play with me. And I'm like, and I will give her the the old, um, you're not bored. There is no such thing as being bored. There are boring people, but oh. you are not bored. Mm-hmm. And I go, use your imagination. She goes, I don't have one. I'm like, okay, oh, that's just not true. Girl. Because she writes so many interesting stories, and she is going a mile a minute. In fact, it's too much. I wish she would slow down. That's how creative she is. It's too much for me. She is too stimulating for me. But she wants someone to basically watch her do it. She wants an mm. audience. This is what I've learned. Yeah. Because she can't take baths by herself. Mm. Like, I will give her a shower, but then she's like, can I take a bath? And I'm like, no. Because you want me to sit in here with you while you bathe and just be part of playtime. Right. And I'm like, most parents are like, yes. Especially, like, once the kid gets old enough not to drown in a bath, the kid gets old enough, you're like, enjoy a bath. And a lot of kids are like, this is my me time. I'm going to play with my toys. I'm going to do whatever. Never. We literally the other night had to sit down and she's like, and then I felt bad. She's like, please play with me in the bath. And I'm like, all right. So he played in the bath and I didn't really have to do much, but I still had to be very present and paying attention. She's got this business in the bath where she's got these uh, rubber balls that have spikes on them. And she's like, welcome to the ball shop. Would you like some balls? (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm. You're like, there's nothing funny about this. I was like, nope, this is great. This is perfect. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what do you, how do you sell these balls? And she's like, well, we send them through the um, cleaning and waxing process. Oh, and there you I'd go. like to clean and wax them for you. And I'm like, please wax the balls. So she's doing this. She's like, would you like a pink, purple, yellow? And I'm like, mm, I'll take a pink. And so she had this entire world created where she was the manager of this shop that sells balls. And I'm like, you see, you're creative. 
you could be doing this by yourself. Mm-hmm. But she needs an audience. I say all this to, to say she's never bored. She just doesn't know what she wants to do. Well, I, I said if you spend a little time figuring out what you'd like <clears throat> to do, then you go do it. And I think you have to focus it because I was like that. Like I remember before I realized that like I had to entertain myself because I was like I was like Maya as a Leo and I'd be like, Mom, look, 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 look. I think I wanna... that's part of what it is. I mean, She's like, a, she wants an audience. Yeah, I mean, like literally all of my pictures as a kid, it's me like looking like a starfish, like outstretched, yeah. and I wanted to just like put on a show, put on a show. And then once I was old enough. I realized that, like, I could sit down and I could, like, write a story or I could read a book or I could find ways to occupy. Like, I remember before we moved back to Atlanta, so I was probably in elementary school, fourth or fifth grade. We had this little portable black and white TV, and I would take it in the bathroom. I'd put it on the toilet, and I would be in the bathtub, and I'd sit and watch Roseanne and Sybil and Murphy Brown, oh, and I yeah. would just be— Let's not address that right now. I'd yeah. be, be like, ooh, this is so funny, girl. Or I would take a little Time magazine and sit in the bathtub and read for hours. Like a 40-year-old woman. I know, girl. I had my hair tied up, and yeah. I was just like, ooh, I had a glass of Chardonnay, and I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet with Maya. She, Like you said, fourth, fifth grade. It may be about fifth grade or so for her. So, yeah. in, like, it's a balance. I cannot entertain her all the time, but then I do really try to push myself to take the time because she's eight, she's in third grade, she's not going to want to sit with me in the bath for that much longer. That's probably going to change in, like, literally, like, two, two three years. years. Yeah. Like, in two years, we will be dealing with a new version of my child. Yeah. So, I'm really trying to help out with that. But the boredom comment is it's I – th- I feel like – it's a very common things for thing for kids to say because yeah, they are one. still trying to learn how to uh, entertain themselves and also what they like and how to you know do that. But then when adults say it, what usually runs across my mind is like it, you know, being bored isn't a personality trait mm. like you might think it is. Like you're mm-hmm. not too cool for the room, right? And, and this is not a slam on MRE4T. This is like, because I feel like They're they are a now. kid. Sorry, they, I, I probably left. Yeah, you did. We <laughs> like, went oh, hard. Sorry. Um, this is why I probably wouldn't be a good parent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah you really need to do some self-work yeah, to do parenting. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, for the adults that, because as a kid, I get it. And we all do. And that's a learning process. But as I an know. adult who has not gotten it yet, and you're just like, I'm so bored. Like, I had, like, back in, uh, in my dating days, I would also find people that are like, I'm so bored. And I'm like, so? Go fucking do something. What do you, yeah, what do you never want me to do about now. that? Ooh. Now I feel like I got to entertain you. That's not my job. Hell mm-hmm. no. Go do and something. how do you plan on entertaining me if you're so bored? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you bring into this table? It's not, it's not a cool personality trait. And I feel like, Maybe some adults say it because they think it makes them sound cool. It don't. So I say all that to say this is a learning lesson. Mm. And this is when we uh, we take the trauma from the adults in the room and you learn and you'll probably one day be like, so there was this radio guy. I was watching their podcast. And he online, started yelling at me. And he started yelling yell at, at me. me. And this is why. This is why I always say, like Abe and I, if we had kids, my our kids would hate me. They would hate me so much. Like he'd be the fun dad, and then I'd just be like, not today. And by the way, I, I feel so bad now. Roblox Life is gonna like change your name. Okay, hold on. 
So on the podcast you're listening to, we're also doing this on YouTube, and Roblox Life is, uh, who I thought was a child, now said, I apologize, I'm a mom that has kids that play Roblox. Thank you for pointing out the username. I will change it. Don't change it. That's cool. It's fine. I just figure, like, you know, so your kids play that game. It's a kid's game. So seeing this, I was like, oh, gosh, like, that's a young kid game. So I hope that, like, a 10, 12-year-old is not watching this podcast. It was mainly that. I don't care if that's your name. I just was cautious because a lot of kids play it, and I would rather 10 and 12-year-olds aren't listening to this uh, expletive-filled podcast. <laughs> so you don't have to change it. That's yeah, because I was going to bring up some stuff that we talked about in the studio about Charlie Puth and what I he was I think it needs to be brought up. You tweeting. can bring it up. That's fine. I just I always get a little nervous because it, although it is not our job to police, you know, other people's kids and, and watch out, that's the parent's job, I do take it to heart as a parent myself because— absolutely. Well, and for me, it's one thing when we're on the radio and, you know, we always try to give like a little warning. Like, hey, this is probably not going to be safe for your kids. But like on a podcast where we just go full force. We don't usually say this. Well, there's is a whole right. warning in the beginning. And then because we have this YouTube element now, like you like when there's a kid who's like, hey, I skipped school and I'm listening. It's kind of like, oh, now nah, I feel awkward. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. This feels awkward. Well, I, I guess my question really quick to the kid that skipped school is. Of all days, why would you skip school on a rainy day? Now there's debt. Like, why would you not skip school? First of all, don't skip school. That's my PSA. But if you're I never skip, skipped school, by the way. I mean, neither did I. I didn't even know you were allowed to. I was afraid. I did. I uh, turned out okay. Yeah, okay. No, well. you didn't. Oh. Uh, I, why would you not skip school on, like, a bright, sunny day when you could go do fun stuff? Mm. Like, why would you skip school on a day that you know is going to be kind of like an indoor day? I mean, I hope. first of all, I hope you're watching Price is Right in a little bit. Oh, Second yeah. of all... Like, my no. daughter is actually out of school today. They don't have school because it's parent-teacher conference day. And my person texted me at 9.30 and went, well, we've reached the time when it's critical mass, she's bored, and we need to get a play date going. Oh. It's boring at home when it rains. That's true. But unless you got that imagination. Unless you got them video something. games. Mm. Yeah. Clutch. Yeah. Okay, sorry. We've gotten right. off to a rocky start. It's been no, 15 minutes. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I had something... Well, do you want to talk about Charlie Puth? Yeah. If you're a kid, turn it off. <laughs> they won't now. Uh, That's on their parents. <laughs> I just feel really weird talking about this. I know. That's so, this is a bad part about the internet. Like, I have restricted mode on our YouTube locked on. Mm-hmm. And Maya knows to turn stuff off when it starts getting too adult. Like, right. she will tell me if she's playing games. And the fucking games, they'll say like ages nine and up. And they're like, fine. It's like a painting game, but the ads in the games show oh. people like getting sexual with each other. Oh. And she'll be like, what? She'll be like, Mom, this is not appropriate. Oh, that's like, good. Yes, thank you very much. It's not. Oh you don't my need gosh. To see I was such a sneaky kid. Like, I was a good kid, but I was sneaky because I always felt like I was smarter than everyone else. And yeah, so same. I'd be like, she won't know if I watch this. Same. But you know why? Mm-hmm. We had mothers that would really hammer down on us if we got in trouble. Mm. That's why. So in order to avoid being punished, which we knew was coming, mm. we were just sneaky about it. And we knew that line. What I love about my child is that since I do, like I encourage her to come to me with stuff because I'm not going to be I'm not going to fly off the handle. Has it happened a couple times? Yes, that's on me. I try oh, yeah, to reel it in. It's bound to happen. I know, I'm a human. Um but I really try not to like come down with a hammer if she ever tells me about anything because that's going to stop her from telling me things. That's true. So I just react like, okay, 
all right, well, I'm glad you told me. She's like, you're not mad. And I'm like, no. I'm like, you know, you know what, because this is a perfect example. She would kill me if she knew me. I was saying this out loud. She'd be so embarrassed. But she said last night, she's like, I'm afraid to tell you something. And I'm like, okay, let's just, let's get it out because it probably feels heavy. Yeah. And she's like, I was singing this song and I put the word hell in it. Mm. She said I put the H word in it. And I'm mm. like, was it in the song? She's like, no. Oh, she just dropped it. Oh. <laughs> no. oh. I was like, okay, well, sometimes in your head, she's like, no, I said it out loud. Oh. I was like, I was like, okay. Okay. Um, I, I'm, hey, I go, hey, it happens. You know, you know, you're not supposed to say that word. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and especially, you know, context when you're, when you're definitely should and should not say that word, like at school. Right. Or around your friends. And she's like, I just was saying it to myself. I'm like, I know. And, you know, the fact that you're not supposed to say it, it kind of makes you want to say it more, doesn't it? And she's like, yes, are you mad? And I'm like, I'm not mad. And and this was an interesting time that I dropped this little tidbit. I was like, I, I swear. Mom swears. Girl, did you say mama swears a whole fucking lot? No, I did, I did not. <laughs> no, but. Holly uh, cuss more than I do. I do. I have a Wait till she well, finds Wait till this bitch finds Well, it. wait till she finds the podcast oh, one day. Oh, no. I know. It terrifies me. I don't want to think about that. I just started to get cold chills. No. Let's not think about that. Oh, for God. A no, you're a human, Holly. I think it'd be That's really different interesting. to hear your it's parent a if it's on a podcast. I know, but it'll be. The things we've talked so, about. Well, that generation, too, before you continue, Holly, is like all of like our generation's kids, we've all lived our lives online. So, like. Like, my friends from college now that have kids that are your age or Maya's age, we have drunk-ass pictures from Georgia Southern on their Facebook page, Instagram. They're going to see that soon. So, I mean, they're going to see. So, we're going to have to figure out how to deal with that because it won't just be, like, stories that your parents just occasionally slipped out when you got older. It's true. It's everywhere now. It's going to be everywhere. So, that's something that not just I actually have some thoughts because some parents just do it out in the open around their kids. And I find that to be. Do what out in the open? Like, swear and drink and get drunk and, like, have parties. And I I can't do that. I can't bring myself to do it. I'm not judging. Isn't it true? Like, that will, like, soon reflect on your kid. Like, your kid will act in the way that they see. I know. And that's why I have such an issue with it. Like, I'm not saying those parents are bad parents by any means. You got to do whatever you got to do as a parent. I don't want to do that because I want her to have at least a a parent that is coming from a place of, I didn't have to, to do all that and we still had fun. Like, so that, it, that it's an example of, like, your life does change when you have a kid. It oh. does. It does. And so oh, I, that you don't put the the onus on fun, yeah. over being a parent or being take it, being responsible. Yeah, like I, she sees me go out sometimes with friends and whatnot, but I really don't do it around her because I'm like, no, I'm a mom first, and I I don't want to be any type of state around her. I don't know. I I feel like I lost my point. I started back with something else that I was gonna finish. Oh, let me get back to this. Hold on a second. I feel like this is diverging in my brain. Uh, parents are doing that. And I've done it sometimes. Like I, do I have like cocktail, a cocktail around my kids sometimes? Yes, I definitely do. I've done it with other parents. Like if we're having a glass of wine or something. One time when we had a fancy dinner at my own house, my kid's like, do you want a truly? And I'm like, "Mm, ah, that's hilarious. Um, Hey mom, you want a truly? Right. I'm like, (laughs) but uh, before we get finished into that conversation, I will say about the, her swearing and telling me about it. I, and I said like mom swears. And, uh, but I said, I know the time and place when it's appropriate. 
and not. I go, and she goes, you don't usually swear around me? I said, no, I don't. It's not appropriate that I should swear around you. You, you as a child, don't deserve that. You, you deserve to be around a, a healthy language household. And it's not great swearing, but I do it. And she's like, I've heard you do it sometimes. You, I heard you say the S word. I go, yes, I know. She goes, I heard you say the H word on the radio. I'm like, oh. okay. Oh. All right. I'm like, I know. And she's like, mommy's got a potty mouth. She's like, but you can't say the F word on the radio. I go, no, you cannot. No. And I say, I, I said, I know the difference. <laughs> I'm always aware there's a line. I say, do I swear around Nana? No, I don't swear around you. I don't swear on the radio. I would not go into your school and swear. Drop an F. No, I don't. I say because I'm very aware there is a time and a place, and that's what you grow. I said, when you become a teenager, you're probably going to swear too. You were not going to swear like be dropping all these swear words around me, your mother. That's not appropriate. It's mm. not appropriate to do it at school. Mm-hmm. It's not appropriate to do it around other adults. Will you do it with your friends? Sure. And I'm going to know about it and you're going to know about it. It's going to be this unspoken thing because you're learning the time and place. Mm. So that kind of set well with her. And that's another reason that I. she really does come to me with most things. She's very honest. And I love that about her. And so I hope she continues to be. And I hope I continue to know in my mind not to drop a hammer on her if she says something to me so that she continues to be honest. I think that's really interesting because, I mean, because there's so many different styles of parenting. Mm. And one night, not one night, it was a few Thanksgivings ago when Abe's parents were here for Thanksgiving. And, you know, I'd been cooking all day and, excuse me, usually Abe will get me this big old bottle of champagne from Trader Joe's and I just drink that as I'm cooking all day. So usually by the time I serve Thanksgiving. No, girl, I'm good. Because then at, at dinner we switch over to wine and so I'm just real loose and fancy by the time we eat. Yeah. So one time a few years ago, um, Abe's mom, who like maybe she'll have like a sip of wine like that, like not even she'll never finish a glass. She'll have a sip of it. Um, And she's such a sweet lady. And I was just like, you know, I just love the relationship you have with your kids. And she was like, oh, Miguel, what, what, what do you mean? And I've always thought it was interesting how Abe will cuss around his parents and his mom, I've never heard her curse, um, but his dad, he'll just, Randy will just throw him out, girl. He'll just throw out the curse words. And Abe will do it, too. And I remember the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, you cuss around your parents? I know. That's so weird. Because, like, even my mom, like, I think I can probably count on one hand how many times I've cussed in front of my mom. And it was only when I was, like, really emotional about something. Right, same. And my mom, she'll cuss. She'll I mean, you've had, you've heard her on a podcast before. She'll mm. cuss at the drop of a dime, but it's one of those things that in my how I grew up, it was like you don't do that. The younger people don't do it in front of the older people, it, and me it's too. just a respect. Thing. It's a respect sign, right? Like in my household, <clears throat> Italian Catholic, like you know, you're swearing on the outside somewhere. Right. My mother doesn't though, um, but you just don't do it to your elders because right. you you wouldn't bring that language in the house. Not that I'm again, I'm not judging people. No, no, we're who just do. just a different different ways it's and a different what upbringing. I ended up telling her was that I felt like because you had that relationship that it always has felt like Abe could talk to his parents about anything. Mm. Because you broke that barrier of just being able to like cuss in front of your parents that like you and probably knowing that other kids couldn't mm-hmm. that made you feel more comfortable in being able to share things with them when you were teen you know and like i, I said it's just a different way of doing it 
Scott, when you were young, did you cuss in front of your parents? No, I mean, I remember the first time I dropped the F-bomb in the car with my dad, and it was like a shocking moment where it's like, I was just talking, my brother was there, and I was just, bleep, I was probably like 13 or something, and I was like, <gasps> and then my dad just <laughs> kind of looked at it, we kind of like, like, he was like shocked, he was like, whoa, where did that come from, and it's kind of a moment, but we used to have, it was always interesting, because my friends would catch this too, like, I would every now and then just drop, you know, a swear or something here and there in my house, it wasn't the best thing, but it wasn't, like, looked at poorly or I wouldn't get really in trouble for it. But around my mom, if I said, like, bull crap, that's where she would be like, hey, cut it out. <laughs> and that would just be funny because I could say, like, you know, like the S word and just go by like nothing ever happened. But I would say these, like, random phrases that, like, are, like, the step under, that I would get in trouble for. Because I think it's the way it just comes off the sound. But I think I, it, I think tone has tone. a lot, like how you're referencing things. Mm-hmm. Like I got I got smacked down a lot about any type of thing that I would say. Like one time I said something about there was something in the freaking for refrigerator, and my mom's like, yes. "You do not say that word." That's I was what like, I would get to. Mm-hmm. All right, like, and I think as Maya gets older. Like, as she gets into, like, I, what I don't want is to have an 11 or 12 year old running around with a potty mouth around me. No, yeah. That's, to me, that is disrespectful. I don't like When she gets into, like, her later teen years, we're talking, like, you know, 16, 16. maybe 17, 18, I fully expect her to start swearing around me. But even then, there's a line. Like, I don't, I'm not my dirtiest mouth around, like, people that, it, it, I, you know, there's a line. There's right? a right. time and a place, well, like I just, you said earlier. Yeah, like in, 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 when it comes to your friends and uh, this, the young person that we've been talking to, uh, they said they're 14. I talk to my friends and I, I sometimes cuss too, by the way, I'm 14. 14. I mean, and by that time, because what, you're probably a freshman in high school? Oh, yeah. Getting there. Um, girl, by then, I mean, we were just talking I was dropping about, all of the words. Oh, yeah. I we started just, swearing the summer between fifth and sixth grade. And you would have thought I discovered, like, Atlantis. <laughs> it was glorious. I remember the first time I said a cuss word, unknowing, or knowingly. I love the story. Br- Trot it out. Yes, we were. It was me and Felicia and Sheldon. We were outside at recess, fourth or fifth grade, and we were talking about these other bullies, and I was like, you know, she a, she a bitch. Oh! <laughs> And Felicia was like, I know. She a bitch. Oh, and then Sheldon was like, just say it. She a bitch. And we were like, ah! He said it out loud. Like that Key and Peele sketch. It literally was Please, the Key and Peele sketch. if you've never seen this Key and Peele sketch about saying bitch, like, it's going to delight your Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. Please just. Anyway, uh, I like, I, I fully expect Maya at some point to swear around me. Just like I fully expect her to start talking about, like, drinking and stuff. But it's yeah. all a gradual process. Like, I want her to continue to be open and honest with me. And I had to change around my life as a parent, and this is the uh, the second part of this topic, because of the respect that I had for my kid. Mm. And I wanted to make sure that I keep that up. Because, like, like, I don't swear around her now. Like, I'm not dropping F-bombs around my kid. I'm not dropping any swear words around my kid. Like, if anything, it's an accidental thing if I'm talking to my person in another room. So I'll be like, like, I don't believe this shit. And then I'm like, ooh. Or if I call you and you're in the car with her and I don't know, and I'll be like, fuck that. And you're like, Maya. I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, hi, no, I'm like, oh, my God. 
I need the kid warning. No, the thing is, though, she does hear it. And this is something, as a co-parent, that's difficult. Because I would say my ex has a very different opinion and different view on that than I do. And so, like, he does, he will, he, he drops swear mm-hmm. words all the time around her. I, I disagree with that, but I'm not there. That's not, when you're a co-parent, it's difficult. So, like, in... In our house, no one is swearing around her. And also, no one's drinking around her. Not the case in his home. And that's, that's how he tough. does it. It's really hard to co-parent with yeah. someone. But as someone who's got, like, other, uh, like, friends of my daughters that I'm friends with their parents, some of them will drink around kids. Like, I used to bring her over to one friend's house. This was pre- pre-pandemic, and we haven't been there for a while. But, like, the mom, after, like, on a Friday afternoon, would open up a couple bottles of wine, and we'd have a couple glasses. And the kids would be playing. And I'm like, I'm taking part in this because this is a, a decently, no one is getting like sloshed. Yeah, you're right. Not like you're having like some social. In front of your kids. Why? Right. I can't, like, that's where I'm like, well, now it's an awkward thing if they are drinking around their kids and they get drunk because I'm like, first of all, who's in charge? Mm. Like, what if an emergency happens and right. there's got to be like a, someone driving somewhere? And so, it's that level that, and this is me, the level of a responsibility that I put on myself to be a responsible adult at all times while she's awake mm. and uh, be a good role model, at least what I consider to be a good role model, what I do. Someone else might have a completely different um, view of what a good role model is, and right. that's okay. In my own view, I want to be what I believe to be a good role model for my kid. And I think every parent does that. Oh, absolutely. And I think it just comes in different shapes and forms. Because, I mean, I remember growing up and when we before we moved to Denver, so I had to be like five or six. Mm-hmm. And my mom and all of my uncles and aunts um, would get together. And I think it was like Thursday nights. No, it was probably Friday or Saturday nights at one of my great uncle's houses. And they used to drink uh, the 40s and play dominoes. I mean, order pizza, and I just remember the kids, we'd be playing outside, and I'm sure they were drunk as a skunk, but we never knew. Mm, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. We would all, because we'd be in a group playing together, and I remember we'd go sleep upstairs, all my cousins and stuff, and then they'd be down there, and then you wake up, and somebody There was a little bit more and- innocence, too, back then, I feel like, where kids didn't, you, there was no internet to tell you what being drunk was. No, that's mm. true, and that's why I was trying to, like, as you were saying that, I'm like, well, Mine was a little different. Like, I remember them drinking. And, I mean, I didn't know what it was. I just remember, oh, they, they those were adult drinks that you didn't touch. For sure. Like, I remember one time my mom used to drink gin and juice, and she had some in a, in the uh, refrigerator. And I thought it was just orange juice. And I drank, like, a sip, and I was like, like I spit <laughs> it out everywhere. And I was like, what is that? And my mom was like, that's why you don't touch my motherfucking drinks. And I was like, okay. I don't want it. Because I it was just nasty. Like, yeah. I didn't know what it did, what it was. I just knew that that was not orange juice right. with no pulp. And I was like, I don't want any part of that. That's exactly. Gross. Yeah. So there is a difference, though, because I think because of media now, we put and we glamorize. And I will say even to a certain extent, we do on the radio. And I remember listening to radio shows and them talking about being drunk and the funny stories and stuff. We glamorize it in a way yeah. where... It's more out there than it was back then. Like, any of the movies that my mom would watch or we watched back then, like, I don't remember there being such a, like, drunk party. It's fun. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's changed. I, I think maybe it has. And even, like, TV shows. I don't have enough insight in this topic, but I right. have a feeling you're right. 
Like, I don't remember. From like the 80s, 90s, and and, and maybe the movies that did, you know, th- those weren't for kids. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to think of like kids that, like in our time growing up, it I never really even thought about what drunk meant or it's different. Well, my daughter knows what it means to be drunk, like knows the term drunk and knows when it's appropriate to use it. And she's eight. Right. So, well, because then like the TV shows we had back then, like when you got to that, like preteen age, the Saved by the Bells and the California dreams and and all those like fresh prints, like, when they did talk about drinking, it was a bad thing. Like they'd have yeah. that one episode where someone drunk drove, someone was drinking and driving, yeah. and they, you know, so they would talk There's about like a it message in a negative light. But then somewhere, I think in that late '90s, early 2000s, when teen, I guess when millennials, because we are the biggest generation outside of Gen Z, and at that time we were, where there were more of us than any other previous generation. Yes. It's like pop culture flipped in yeah. like '97, '98. And then, like, everything was centered around, like, catering to us and yes. our generation. And and I would watch these movies, like, in as a teen, and I would watch things like She's All That. Right. Or 10 Things I Hate About You. And it, it, it normalized all these teens just getting wasted at parties. Yeah. And I was not drinking. And so I would be like, wow, I'm really the odd man out here because I never saw that. Right. And so they normalized it, and they kept normalizing it. Like, all the movies that came out, um, it normalized. Like, it was more like, oh, this is bad, but we know everybody does it. But this is how you party. Yeah, and that's and that was then the message, I guess. I it's, don't know. It's interesting. I'd love to, like, read an article about how that— And I always sort of equate it, and then we got we to gotta head out. But um, I just feel like— this moment in pop culture, like, 97, 98, and I remember it was, like, Days of Our Lives, a soap opera, and this sounds ridiculous, but, like, all of a sudden, all the kids that were, like, born in, like, the early 90s on these soap operas, who in 97 should have been only, like, seven or eight, yeah, it was, like, all of a sudden, all of media decided to cater to millennials, and we weren't even called millennials at that point. No. But teen culture, and all of them were, like, suddenly teenagers, like in all the soap operas, and they, like they were seven, and then they became seventeen. Like literally, or they treated them that way. No, no, I'm sure there are articles about it. How like literally on a Friday they were all like seven or eight, and then on Monday like all the main characters had teenagers, and they turned to teenagers like that. Like that's where we met Kristen Bell back in the day. Mm. Um, but then all of a sudden, all those like when Scream, and yeah. then all those. It, there's a certain moment in pop culture where it changed. And I I'm, I want to look for some articles about this because that's re- interesting to me. I remember thinking that like all of a sudden pop culture changed. It's so fascinating how maybe, but which one came first? Like, did we get to that age and then suddenly those movies were being made for us, and so that we just saw them all? Because remember, in the '80s there was the Brat Pack, right? And you had your Emilio Estevez and your uh, Molly Ringwalds, and those movies catered to Gen X. As right. they were teens. Well, I guess that's what happens. It turns over where you go. Maybe it turns over. Gen X and then millennials. And but then- I, I do want to point out something that I think fits right in here before I forget it is that in the 90s, it, this was truly, it started in the 90s. This was not a thing in the 80s. In the 90s and into the early 2000s, Disney and Nickelodeon both started coming out with those types of movies that cater to preteens and teens where the teens and the preteens are cooler, wittier, smarter, 
funnier than the parents, and the parents are dumbasses. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that did not used to be the trope. It was always, like, the kids were fighting against the man or whatever, but now, like, those Disney shows, and I couldn't even name them to you, but I never wanted, when I had kids, them to watch it because, like, the kids were always smartasses, and they always had these, like, biting comebacks, even for Disney shows. Mm. Like, the teenagers would be like, Wearing that again, Mom, I see. And the mom's like, oh, my gosh, am I lame? I'm lame. Uh, even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire, right. the famous Jet Jackson. Okay, thank you. But, mm-hmm. yes, so it suddenly was like teens were were given a lot of power over adults in those shows, and there was a balance flip, which I think was supposed to be a good thing, but I think had some bad repercussions. Yeah. yeah. I want to I do some more research about that. All right. We got to go. We got a lot of stuff to do. Oh, um, we will bring up uh, on Monday, and hopefully you will be in school. <laughs> um, Charlie Puth put out a tweet that's very interesting that I want to talk about. And Holly had no clue about this, and neither did Scott. I didn't know. It's very adult. We're going to talk about it on Monday. Woo! And we're going to talk to also, uh, her name is Sam. She is a very famous on TikTok um, fan member. She listens to the show. And I think she's in like the millions on in her following. Ooh. Very fascinating. Yeah, she has 7.7 million followers. Oh, holy. Wow. She famous? Yes, and she listens to the show. Oh. And so she's going to come on. Um, on Monday to talk to us about her career on TikTok. All right, Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. I do not have 7 million followers. And my name is Miguel Fuller on all of those. And for U-M-M-E-4-T, thank you so much for listening. And I am uh, hope you get to school And I hope week. you find something fun to do. Absolutely. Yeah, thank book. you for sticking read out. Read Harry Potter. You can do it. Out. Harry Potter. There you go. All right. We'll see you next week.